A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. Sorry, and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from I think my wife is hot one who says my male 36 wife, female 43, thinks I couldn't be attracted to her and her therapist agreed. What? Background, married a little over two years after dating a very short time around three months. We meet at a work event and I was immediately smitten with my wife. It was like out of a movie. I saw her chatting with a group of people and in my head, I heard, oh, there she is. She was newly divorced and took some convincing on my part, but we've been together from that night on and get along extremely well. Now for clarity, I am extremely attracted to my wife. We may just still be in the honeymoon stage, but I've never felt this way about another woman. And because it pertains to the conversations we had today with a therapist, I would say the majority of the population would find her attractive and not in a niche way. She is objectively attractive. I feel we are evenly matched in looks. Very few people have noticed the slight age difference. She, however, wins in personality outgoing and charming and she makes about three times as much money as i do a couple of months ago we ran into an ex of mine and by ex we literally dated for maybe a month and never exclusive after my wife mentioned how different they were age hair color body type etc and it ended in a pretty heated argument we have had three to four conversations since all of which i was trying to convince my wife i'm not going to leave her for a woman i dated years ago Last week, she asked if I would go to her therapist with her today, and I agreed. She has been seeing her for about eight years for anxiety and a bout of depression that happened before we met. Today, started normal enough, and I had figured why we were there, so I jumped into it thinking the therapist would be on my side and would help me calm my wife's fears. That's not what happened. The therapist did very little talking, although their long silences and knowing glances started to piss me off right away. The thing that stood out to me the most was how my wife reiterated how she doesn't see how I would be attracted to her and the therapist didn't even disagree. Like I felt like a crazy person. My wife is beautiful, charming, funny. It feels like I wished her into existence. She brought up the age difference, seven years, my looks and how quickly I wanted to get married as all the reasons for why I am basically a gold digger. First off, we both wanted to get married quickly. I asked and figured she would want a long engagement, but she didn't, so we got married. Second, I never even discussed money with her until after we were married. I never dreamed she made so much more than I do. She said she doesn't think I'm after her money, but enjoy the lifestyle while I'm with her, and it makes it easier to pretend I'm attracted to her. Sorry, more attracted to her, like I play it up. I'm completely blindsided and don't really want to talk to my family or friends. It's humiliating being accused of marrying someone for a lifestyle. For clarity, I moved into her house. I rent out my old home, but that income just covers the mortgage and the company that manages it. 
All our money goes into a joint checking account with automatic transfers into savings, etc. Our bills are paid from that account. I looked at our bank account and I spend significantly less than she does each month on average. After leaving, I'm in a complete panic that she is going to leave me, even though I feel humiliated and love her so much. I immediately wanted to offer to sign a prenup or separate bank accounts or both, but I just froze. My wife seems so sad and I'm so frustrated. I didn't even do anything wrong. The woman I've dated in my past don't have a similar type and to be honest, I didn't really date, more like hook up a few months than moved on. I love my wife. She is the first woman I have ever met that I have had a real partnership with. Like we're a team and now that's all gone. I don't feel like I have the strength to leave her. It scares me that I can't even envision a scenario where I would leave. She is my most favorite person. How do I rebuild trust when I don't feel I ever did anything to lose it? Edit. My wife didn't come home last night, but I texted her this morning, first apologizing for leaving the session, then asking her to come home so we could formulate a plan. No word back yet, but I doubt she will check her phone before lunch if she went to work. Thanks for letting me vent. I've already asked my insurance company to send a list of counselors for me to call later today. Hopefully I will find a good fit as I don't even know how to go about picking one. Edit 2. I need a referral from my general doctor before insurance will cover a therapist slash psychologist. I have an emergency phone appointment Monday and will be seeing someone by myself. My wife didn't return my text but did come home about an hour later. Honestly, I cried for the first time in a long time but was able to get across how seriously I take her concerns. I haven't mentioned anything about her therapist or my feelings about things. Just apologize and ask for another chance to hear her out completely. She said she was really drained and is taking a nap. I don't think she made it into work and I'm actually looking forward to having the weekend to talk. I'm not going to ask for couples counseling until I talk to my own therapist. This is probably it until I fuck things up this weekend. Thanks for letting me type out my feelings and being honest, even though the hard comments were helpful. And we're going to start off with my truth who says it doesn't sound like you did anything wrong, but are a victim of her insecurities. My suggestion to you is that the two of you see an unbiased therapist for additional help. Therapists are human and can develop an alliance with a long-term patient, sometimes to the point of subconsciously taking sides. I think a therapist reinforced her fears and caused more damage instead of helping in this case. Opie replied saying, I don't know why, but you saying that therapist to humans made me feel a ton better. It's so weird to think of my wife as insecure. It's an odd feeling seeing someone you think of so much of being so sure they are unattractive. Menegan 2 says, so what is her proposed solution? What did the therapist suggest? Did either of them have any sort of path you could travel to fix this? Because unless there's something they think you can do to fix this, it kind of seems like a pointless thing to bring up. You came to the obvious solution, offer a prenup, but it's also a pretty upsetting thing to have to do. Plus, now you are always going to wonder what your wife thinks of you. Does she really believe that you'd do that to her? I think her therapist has badly, badly fucked up here. A good therapist should have asked questions to help your wife figure it out for herself. Especially a person who's long battled with depression. This sucks, man. I'm sorry. OP says, I left early. I think now I was having a panic attack and left and waited in the car. But I don't want to wait for the next shoe to drop. From what I can remember, there was no fixes suggested, but I should ask once I calm down and collect my thoughts. 
And one more from Pickle Rick who says, I would point blank tell her the reasons it didn't work out with that person, something that was a deal breaker. You know why we only dated for a month? I wasn't sure if I was attracted to her. I wanted to see where it went, but I didn't feel that way about her and I never will. I love you because you are smart, articulate, beautiful, and you make me happy. I cannot imagine my life without you. For the record, sometimes guys don't express themselves too well. Maybe she needs you to bring down a wall and be a bit more vulnerable. So then, OP did go on to update the post, which says, Despite my hyperbole title, I received a lot of feedback on my last post and thought I would thank everyone again and do an update. Talk with wife. During last weekend, I was made aware of a lot of things I was doing to compound my wife's fear of being abandoned slash used. The major thing that stuck out to me was my immaturity and unwillingness to discuss anything serious. When my wife would bring up her ex-husband, finances, in particular, I would A, make a joke or B, try and end the conversation as soon as possible. I'm not sure why. It just made me uncomfortable and didn't see the value of discussing things that weren't a major problem. To me. I was happy and my needs were being met, so I assumed hers were too. It was my most damaging mistake. Another misunderstanding happened with my ex. In my mind, it was a quick five-minute conversation. To my wife, it was much more. So, about six months ago, I injured my knee running. I'd been up to that point a pretty serious low-mileage runner, five to ten miles three times a week. After the injury, my doctor suggested I try weightlifting as I was worried about physical therapy not being enough. Well, I hired a personal trainer and have been a gym rat ever since. It's become a serious hobby that I apparently obsessively talk about. I have invited my wife, who occasionally does yoga, several times and even talked about getting her a membership for Christmas, even though she showed no interest. So when we ran into my ex and I noticed she looked significantly different, she put on about 10 pounds of muscle. I complimented her and we talked about weightlifting for a few minutes while my wife stood to the side. My ex told me to add her on Instagram, which while I did look her up to add her, her page was mostly advertising supplements, so I didn't end up doing it. My wife took this chance run in as proof that I was unhappy with the way she looked and was trying to get her to change. Add in some harsh comments from one of our coworkers about our relationship, her sister pushing for a prenup and my lack of communication, everything came to a head these last few months. My therapist. The most helpful advice was to get my own personal therapist. I kind of just picked one from a list my provider emailed me, but it seems to be going well. A lot of things were discussed, but my major takeaway was that it isn't my job to calm my wife's fears completely. Listening and being reassuring is healthy, but trying to make everything better won't help either of us. My therapist said, even if I tried, my wife's own voice in her head runs 24-7 and I could never keep up. This was hard to hear as I have definitely made some major mistakes, but besides acknowledging them and doing better, everything else is out of my control. She recommended a book called The Happiness Trap that I haven't ordered yet, but said it would help me understand what it's like to have anxiety and may explain, not excuse, some of my wife's behavior. My therapist also said I should look into my wife's therapist as she sounds unlicensed and if I felt comfortable, she could put in a complaint on my behalf. I'll probably do this, but I'm letting things settle. So after probably the worst two days of my life, things seem to be better. I haven't brought up a prenup because she seemed offended when my wife told me her sister brought one up as a solution. I did offer separate bank accounts, but she said no and only request that we update her will and create one for me, as I didn't even have one. 
I thought it would be weird, but both put each other as beneficiaries along with her two children if we both died. We only filled out the paperwork and still have to turn it into a lawyer, but it's made a difference, but I'm not sure why. I did delete my Facebook. I haven't used it for years, but when I went on it, it was very single me. Lots of old girlfriends, holidays, etc. I never even updated that I was married. And notification from my wife when she tried years ago, but it just sat there. My wife is still fairly active on Facebook and I could see how that would feel awful, even though she never mentioned it. My last update was a picture of a woman and I that randomly met in Hawaii during a vacation. I titled it, Two Blondes with Hearts. Like my whole page was embarrassing. I can't imagine what her family or friends thought when they found me. I was completely public and kind of a dick on there. I still feel like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. But honestly, there is no other person I would ever want to try this hard for. And if I'm becoming a better person for trying, it will be worth it no matter the outcome. Things are still really shaky and she leaves immediately after Christmas for work. This whole episode has kicked on my anxiety, but I'm hopeful. And personally to me, I think it sounds great that they're both reflecting on their relationship and things are moving in the right direction. I think self-reflection can be really tough sometimes. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, Am I the arsehole for leaving the restaurant before my boyfriend's family arrived? After I was told I was going to pay for their meals. I, female 29, have been dating my boyfriend, male 35, Ricky, for five months. He's divorced but hates this word and goes with the word divorcee instead since the first one makes it sound like he was dumped when it was him who initiated it. Anyways, he always goes on long rants about his exes and says stuff like, hope you don't have this awful habit my ex has or hope you like XYZ because my ex didn't and the list goes on. I found a second job recently and he's been having me pay every time we go out. When I protest, he'd say he's going through a rough patch and is seeing how much help I can offer. Last night, he invited his family to join us for dinner. We got to the restaurant first. He asked me if I brought enough money. I said why and he told me that he told his parents that I'd pay for their meals. I said, why would I? And he went on about his parents going through a rough patch just like him. I said, I'm sorry, this can't be a coincidence. 
He asked what I meant and I told him that I would not be paying. He insisted. I refused and said no. He then leaned back and said, well, you are here so not much of a choice you have anyway, while laughing like it was funny. I silently got up, took my phone and purse and walked right out. He was shocked. He started shouting after me to stop and wait, but I didn't. I went home and he called me in rage saying that I did a horrible thing walking out on him and his parents. Well, I could have just paid. I told him that their unfortunate financial situation isn't my problem and that I wasn't obligated to pay for their food. If they couldn't pay for their meals, then they should not go out. He got offended and said, and I quote, you're making money a priority just like my ex did and went on about how disrespectful my attitude was and how I made him look small in front of his parents and forced him to lie about why I wasn't there when they came. We've been going back and forth about it until now. He's mad and is refusing to speak to me till I apologize. <laughs> Am I the asshole? I feel bad because his parents are lovely and I've been doing my best to keep a good relationship with them. And someone did ask OP, they said, Info, why is this man your boyfriend? OP replies him we met through group grief therapy. He lost his sister and I lost my mum. He provided so much comfort and understanding when my own family didn't. And again, it's one of those stories where he's blatantly in the wrong all the way through this, but comes at the very end that he's mad at you and is refusing to speak to you till you apologize. Well, that just makes it easy for you and get out of that situation ASAP. And one of the things that really jumped out to me, obviously there's a lot going on in this post, a lot of red flags all in one, but when OP says that they found a second job recently, they're not obviously not finding a second job just for shits and giggles, you know. There's a reason for that that's to do with money and he's just happily spending it away because he's going through a rough patch and seeing how much help you can offer. What the hell? But Games Cats comic says divorcee versus divorced equals red flag. Ranting about his ex on repeat, red flag. Expecting you to pay for everything, red flag. Seeing how much help I can offer, red flag. Expecting you to pay for his parents and not warning you ahead of time, red flag. Comparing you to an ex because you don't want to pay for his family, red flag. This dude is full of red flags. It's time to run, not the arsehole. The Dark Hour says not the arsehole. Oh, the audacity is strong with this one and the red flags are waving. Girl, just leave his ass. If he expected you to pay for him and his parents once, chances are he'll do it again. Like you said, the financial issues aren't your problem. He's by reply sets in. They may not even have financial issues. The boyfriend may just be testing her to see how much manipulation he can get away with to see if she is the one i.e. the one he can use, abuse, and manipulate to get his way, unlike his ex-wife who learned the hard way. These kind of huge red flags while dating are a gift. Take the gift and run, OP. Be thankful he hasn't learned yet how to hide his evil ways until he has a victim fully hooked with a ring or a baby. And one more comment from Limitless Megan who says, I'm confused and why you're going back and forth with him. Just break up and move on. When I hear you say, I got a second job, I think, oh, it ducks that OP feels that they need to do a second job to make ends meet. I hope they don't need to do this long term and can get a better job that covers everything. This guy, I shall not call him your boyfriend because he shouldn't be, heard you got a second job and what he thought was, well, all that money is just extra money that she can spend on me. This is him on his best behavior. 
You sure you want to know what he's going to be like when he stops feeling like he needs to impress you to keep you? Maybe you should talk to his ex. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Before you disappear, we've got one little wholesome story from over on r slash Mark Narrations. It's from Tate Nova Scan, who says, it's like Mario Kart mom. So this is a wholesome little story and should make you all smile. I'm 31 and I'm a wheelchair user. I have to use a wheelchair due to having a heart condition and hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome pronunciation. I do apologize. My joints are so hypermobile that I can dislocate bones from picking up a cup of tea. It sure makes life interesting, lol. I hadn't been using my wheelchair for all that long at this point. Important background info. I decided that when my wheelchair turned up, I'd make it all jazzy as possible. So I have stickers, key rings, stuffed animals, plushies, reflective lights, rainbow flags, you name it. It's on my wheelchair somewhere. I didn't want my wheelchair to be something I or others associated in a negative way. I was on the way to the train station after visiting a nearby Comic Con. Due to my wheelchair being so flashy, kids love my wheelchair. They usually end up gravitating towards it, fascinated by all the bits on my wheelchair. I was going through a housing estate when up ahead of me was a familiar four, mum, dad, and I assume two brothers. Two brothers were around five to six, and the younger brother must have been around four or five. The younger brother seemed distracted and disinterested in the conversation his parents and brother were having. He turned around and saw my wheelchair. His eyes just lit up when he saw me. The parents carried on talking to the older brother and didn't notice the younger brother had started dawdling. He seemed to have his attention transfixed on my wheelchair and was frowning until I came close to him. I smiled and said hello to him. He grinned at me but proceeded to follow behind me slash circle around me as he was captivated by my wheelchair. After a few minutes, the mum realized he wasn't with them. She panicked and as I passed them, I said, he's behind me. Sorry for distracting with all the bits on my wheelchair. The mum smiled at me and proceeded to talk to a little boy about wandering off. At this point, I was ahead of them so I could only hear the hilarious interaction but my friend was behind me and saw this happen. The little boy shouts excitedly, Mum, Mum, I really want one of those, and points at my wheelchair. The mum responds and sounds mortified and embarrassed. Why? The little boy shouts extremely loud and jumps up and down excitedly. Because it's like Mario Kart, Mum. <laughs> the mum shouted a loud, exasperated sorry towards me. I, on the other hand, couldn't stop laughing. It's honestly one of the most wholesome experiences I've ever had since being a wheelchair user and something I will never forget. Now, I'm a huge Mario Kart fan anyway, so as soon as I saw the story, I thought, oh yes, gotta read this one. And kids, they're just the most innocent, aren't they? Sometimes whatever's in their head is coming out, whether you like it or not. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Tate. That's brought a smile to my face at the end of this video, but... How about you guys? Do you have your own little wholesome tale to share with us? R slash Mark Narrations. Don't forget to get involved over there and share your stories with us. And now just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, showing your love, not just towards me, but towards the stories and towards one another down in the comments. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast. Brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day.